This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Go to theater7.org for tickets. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E, the number 7.org. The state health department is keeping an eye on a new COVID variant. Overall, the number of infections has been dropping, but there has been a gradual increase in the so-called Kraken variant. The good news, at last count, no Illinois counties were at a high risk for COVID. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit nowdecatur.com. They aren't charged now, but could be. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Two Memphis police officers relieved of their duty for their roles in the Tyree Nichols traffic stop turned beating that has five now ex-cops charged with murder. But that's not the only new fallout. The Memphis Fire Department has fired three emergency responders. Fox's Grinnell Scott has more. According to an investigation, EMTs Jamichael Sandridge, Robert Long, and Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker responded to the scene on the basis of a first call of a person pepper sprayed. Chief Sweat said even after seeing Nichols on the ground handcuffed and leaning against a car, Sandridge and Long did not conduct an adequate patient assessment. Instead, they all stayed in the fire truck. There's a search for gunmen in Lakeland, Florida, after a drive-by shooting into a crowd that left 10 people wounded. True, critically, police chief Sam Taylor. When stuff like this happens, you know, it, it, it just kind of hits home with me a little bit that, uh, you know, maybe we're not a small town anymore. And it, it actually is pretty sad. COVID's still here, constantly mutating, but more than three years after the, the pandemic was declared, a change is coming in the way the pandemic is handled by the federal government. The administration's plan is to extend the emergency declarations to May 11th and then end both emergencies on that date. But Republicans are demanding that the COVID spending that has come with the declarations needs to end now. Fox's Alexandria Hoff, Ukraine's getting new tanks to help fight Russia. Now it wants fighter jets. Ukraine's defense ministers in Paris today asking France to send them. The U.S. is not interested. When President Biden was asked Monday... to Ukraine. No. Russian officials have said supplying Ukraine with advanced weapons constitutes direct involvement. Fox's Jill Nato. Former President Trump's filed a lawsuit against Bob Woodward and his publisher, claiming he never gave permission to publicly release quarterly recordings of Trump interviews for the book Rage. Woodward and Simon & Schuster say that's not true. The former president knew and agreed. America's listening to Fox News. Inflation is nothing more than a legal form of theft. Because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and while you still can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898, and my friends from Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust, so text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit on gold IRAs right now. There's diplomacy on two fronts overseas. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in the West Bank today meeting with the Palestinian leader the day after a sit-down with the Israeli Prime Minister. The Defense Secretary is in South Korea to deal with the North Korean nuclear threat. Meeting his South Korean counterpart in Seoul, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin called the U.S. commitment to its ally ironclad. You heard, heard us say that? A number of times, but that's just not a slogan. It is what, what we're all about. And here's how that's being put into practice, sending more advanced weapons such as fighter jets and bombers to the Korean peninsula. Additional joint training and planning. One exercise in the works is to practice their response to a nuclear attack. North Korea test-fired dozens of missiles in 2022, including ones designed for potential nuclear strikes on the U.S. mainland. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Already behind bars for sex crimes, singer R. Kelly is off the hook in another case in Illinois. Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox says she is no longer pursuing 10 sex abuse charges against singer R. Kelly. Mr. Kelly is potentially looking at the possibility of never walking out of prison again for the crimes that he has committed. 
The announcement four years after charges were filed, accusing the 56-year-old of sexually abusing four people, including minors. Kelly already serving a 30-year prison sentence after a federal racketeering conviction in New York. We believe that justice and accountability has been served. And wait sentencing for a federal conviction in Chicago on charges including child pornography. Kristen Goodwin. Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down the day after selling as Federal Reserve policymakers start a two-day meeting to assess the economy expected tomorrow to end up with another interest rate hike to try to drive down inflation. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Did you know the average age of vehicles on the road right now are 12 years old? Most manufacturers recommend antifreeze coolant exchanges every 10 years. Number one roadside breakdowns is cooling system failure, but Speed Lube has you covered. They offer a two-part complete coolant system fluid exchange for $79.95, and it lubricates the water pump seals and has an anti-corrosion additive. Don't find yourself on the side of the road this winter. Visit one of Speed Lube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your coolant system checked today at Speed Lube. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. Sunny with a high near 22. Wind chill values as low as negative 5. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 30. But wind chill values is down around 4. And for Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 6 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. Yes, it is cold outside. We've got a hot show to give you, though. Tupper on sports coming up at the bottom of the hour. Dale Coley will be stopping by. And we have tickets to give away to Kirkland Fine Arts Center next. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. We are back here on a cold, cold, cold Tuesday. Can't wait to get over and see that Gen X exhibit over in Springfield. I'm going to do that as soon as it warms up. Oh, nice. That'd be fun. Like walk down a memory lane, like back when telehealth would have been accurate. <laughs> be I think it's the tele part. Mm-hmm. I think if they just called it phone health, we could all still relate. Probably. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you used the word telephone? I probably use it more than I would probably should. Really? Yeah. Do you ever go, do you have your telephone with you? No. No. We took the tele out of the phone business Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Sure. Like when we took out rotary phones and dialing and punching all of that and the big long avocado cord that you'd twist around your waist in the kitchen talking as a teenager. Yeah. So I think it's not the phone part that bothers me. It's the tele part that bothers me. Sure. I mean, and also it, it's probably not even phone health anymore either. It's, it's Well, but I mean, but you might use your phone. You, yeah, you might. Your your device. Yeah. So it would relate. I mean, if you the word phone is still very much a part of our vocabulary. Sure. It's just the word telephone is not a part of our vocabulary. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. You okay today? Yeah. <laughs> telephone. What did we? When did the, we first get the? As we refer to the telephone. Ooh, I mean, it probably goes all the way back. And, to, and what does tele mean, by the way? Just out of curiosity, the telecommunications device. Yeah, I don't remember what that prefix means anymore. It was taught to me in in grade school, but I don't remember it. <laughs> well, you've had a couple of things yeah. to think about since then. Uh, I, 
I mean, now I'm very curious because I'm sure we probably learned the same thing. Who was it? Was it Alexander Graham, Graham Bell? Bell, yeah. It's also a town in Honduras. Telephone is? No, Tela. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not finding that. I, I, I don't really know. Telecommunications, telephone. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the prefix. Uh, I, I don't either. Anyway, telehealth. I think if we just came up with something that connected a little more that you'd be able to understand. And man, I, you know, I, I gotta believe that it, as some of these dominoes are falling in healthcare, and we started to see this last week with the announcement of HSHS St. Mary's, and that's, if you think that's the end, you're crazy. That's domino number one. Yep. I did find what that means. What does it mean? Tella, the prefix is, it's a root word from, from, uh, a Greek origin, but it means covering distances. Mmm. I remember learning that in the same unit about like transcontinental railroad and the tr- what trans meant in that regard. And that'd, tele- that'd be banned from teaching now. <laughs> but I remember you, that. Not, unit. Hey, no, 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 dude, you're not teaching that transatlantic thing. <laughs> Some words have changed. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Okay, all right. Learning that stuff. So even that has, you know, that that whole meaning has changed to us as people, right? Yeah, because covering distances. It, We're not covering distances. It's all it's right instant, here. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. I mean, yeah, it's very interesting. So what word would you, I mean, you know, if you had to accurately describe, I mean, to me, like mobile health or something, you know, that would be. And that's, e, e has been, you know, like e-health would probably, even though that's a little dated, but it, it's still symbolic for, a le, you know, the, the. The E to you is like the tele to me. I mean, that's that's about a decade behind me. <laughs> well, I mean, e learning. If you, but I was thinking the opposite direction. If you put virtual, by the time virtual catches on, yeah, virtual yeah, yeah, just yeah. be what it is. So right. I d- I don't know. Health plus. <laughs> Health plus. That seems to work for a lot yeah. of multi gazillion dollar entertainment industry executives. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure get there. I just don't understand why we're not there. I mean, I do get it's a big ship that doesn't stop on a dime. I understand mm-hmm. that. And, and it's not just the healthcare providers. It's the insurance companies. It's the reimbursement. It's the federal government. It's state government. It's all these things, right? Yep. And they, they don't tend to sort of, uh, uh, evolve and get nimble uh, ever. No, but private private parties with resources are going to hop in and circumvent that. A perfect example, I know someone who's... But they're not going to circumvent it at a level... I, I mean, they're going to disrupt it, but they're not... Maybe we're quibbling over words. Circumventing to me means like I've got a complete other alternative, which I don't think even if Amazon and big... you know, They, they will push and they will disrupt, but at the end of the day, if I had to have surgery, I still have to have surgery. Well, yeah, some stuff you can't get done by them, but but a lot of it they are going to straight up take it away. Um, you know, in the pharmaceutical, I know a firsthand account of someone who whose medication went up, um, you know, to like sixty dollars for um, <clears throat> formerly like eight mm-hmm. because the calendar flipped over. Looked on Mark Cuban's, they don't carry it, um, and then looked on Amazon and they carry it, and it's two dollars. Yeah, that will certainly. I mean, there, there's there is. No ifs, ands, or buts about that that will disrupt many sectors in the healthcare industry. But the overall bureaucracy is going to take more than that. It's going to have to be self-corrected, and it will be self-corrected because they won't be able to afford to do it anymore. Right. And so what I'm what I'm thinking are, are there going to be centers available to do some of this stuff that, uh, you know, Maybe. I, I would see why not. Yeah, but it's also that's still bricks and mortar. That's expense. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of how Amazon comes into the game is being able to undercut everybody else. You know, and then how long are you going to do a lost leader thing? I mean, it's just it's complicated. It will change. Though. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. The difference with Amazon in particular, since you brought them up, is uh, I don't know that the the surgery or the treat elective procedure would be a loss leader. It'd probably just be fair priced. But the data that comes with it. But it's also is your. Care. But 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 let's look at how. Hang on, just two seconds. So and, and think about the reality of where we are. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a health insurance plan here. Yep. Our doctors have to be in that health care plan. Mm-hmm. Amazon come in tomorrow. If they're not in that health care plan, I can't go to them Unless or you, I'm paying out of pocket. Right. But what if paying out of pocket's like 130 bucks? Well, they're not going to give you, you can't, you can't go get a $10,000 surgery for 130 bucks. My, is that surgery really $10,000 is oh, what I'm saying? It's not 130. I can tell you that. 
Well, I, I mean, in, in the case of pharmaceuticals, it, it is thousands to sure. dozens. Well, it, it might be, but I'm saying the markup on pills is way different than having to pay surgeons and anesthesiologists. Okay. How about and this? Ambulance ride. Driving to Springfield in the back of an Uber for $130 or riding in the back of an ambulance for $6,000. Okay. Is the Uber guy qualified to keep me alive until I get there? That's, um, that's not my point. Driving from here to there, the cost is probably somewhere fairly in the middle. Wouldn't you agree? Depends. Once again, if it's a drug overdose and people are doing life-saving measures and giving you Narcan and keeping you alive. I, I mean, all of that is determined by the circumstance. I mean, yes, is there a, a, a could, could they do it cheaper? Probably. But the whole thing's got to reset. None of these pieces work without all of it being reset. Right. But what I'm saying is like just using that as an example, somebody that has the resources, owns the vehicles, could hire professionals, could come in and do, you know, a, a percentage down and and make it more accessible. Okay. But but assuming that you could find the people to do it because right now in healthcare, that's a major issue, right? They're not going to be able to hire people cheaper. Right. So where does the cost cutting come from? They will change the, the metric from being, hey, we need to make so many dollars per. We now want the bulk game like they do in everything else. Okay. And that's assuming they can find the employees to do that and pay the salaries that are, are, are uh, competitive with sure. other salaries. I mean, it's, I'm not arguing with you that it, it's going to change. It is going to change. Right-sizing health care is going to happen. And we're going to live with a new new. And that new new may be if I live in Decatur, Illinois, and what I need is offered 30 minutes away in Springfield. There's no reason to duplicate it indicator. Yep, maybe Re- more regional approach. Uh, th- there's that is for sure going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people aren't going to like it. It's already happening but, to but, some degree. But if but if it happened and brought costs down, here's the key, and, and this is what will be interesting to see. If they are able to right size, meaning any health institution, I'm not specifically talking about HSHS, but any, if they're able to right size, right, Mm -hmm. and keep their cost at a competitive level, but if they want to do all that and make you drive 30 minutes and then charge you 40% more, there's the rub. Right. But if they can do it and save in their cost and their end, and pass along those savings to you while still being able to be profitable in some areas so mm-hmm. they can, because they have to subsidize others to stay in business and have the doors open. Yeah. Then people are going to win. Yeah. The, the backwards could end up happening, um, where it becomes, Hey, do you, do you want to get this treatment? Well, you'll have to pay this because we're the only game in town. Yeah, well, that, that's the way it is right now. I mean, even with two hospitals and, and all degree. the services, they still have that. It still would, it would be considerably worse if you don't have a second choice. Yeah. Could be. I mean, that's, that's why you don't want a one hospital town. No, no. But you also have to realize that we live 90 minutes from four population centers that have all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I've used this argument before, and, and I think it's a legit one. It's the one thing that I agreed with Chapin Rose with uh, a, a, a thousand percent is that we have all these state universities, right? You can go to Eastern, you can go to Western, you can go to Northern, you can go to Southern and Carbondale. You can, and, and they all offer the same product. Yeah. It's probably and, and they're all state funded and they're all competing with each other to get students sure. because none of them are anywhere near the population level they need to be to make what they once did. And even though they're giving you the same education they were giving you 25 years ago, it's 400 percent more for that education. And they're all offering you the same thing. Why wouldn't one school be a school that focused on engineering or what you know, fill in the blank, whatever that is? You know, why would you not be like subsets of categories to where if I really want to be an engineer and get the best engineering degree and really make myself successful, here's the state school I'm going to? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think your idea is certainly a good one. Um, I'm assuming that the idea is more like. Uh, you, you draw like the ring diagram around where each of the state schools are and you look for coverage like you would a f- like a fire department for the state, meaning. But that's you, not the, the sieve isn't full. I, I mean, that, that you can't the population is the population and people aren't going and they're not paying. And it's cheaper to go out of state than it is in state. And they're not doing anything about it except declining the number of students they serve every sure. year. Which means the profit that they have coming in. So therefore, they increase the price on the the few that are left, and that's not sustainable. Probably not. No. 
Probably not. I mean, I think the idea was just to be in proximity geographically, I, but it, right. but, but, but life has landscape changed. has changed. Yeah. We didn't have telehealth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, when you think about all of the options that are out there, mm-hmm. it's crazy just to have. I, I mean, no, and no one likes that. People want to park right in front of the store. I mean, they, they want to literally, they don't want to walk a half a block. Mm-hmm. They want to park right in front of the store. Right. That's small town America. You live in New York or Chicago, you you don't expect that. You know, you expect an hour to go to some place to do whatever. You expect traffic to take so long. You know, there's just a different expectation level. Down here, we've been spoiled rotten for so long. Mm-hmm. We get to literally park at the front door. I do think that the, the big city people are aiming for the not having to spend an hour in their car anymore. Sure they are. Yeah. I but think that that is actually growing them, fast. Some of them, but but many of them, that's just that's their life. That's I mean, it's a reality. Yeah, you're yeah. coming in from a suburb, but many people are like, "But why am I giving up two hours of my day to do that?" Because they want to live in a big city. They want to be able to get Korean food at two a.m. They want to be able to sure. go to. The, I mean, that, yeah. that's just. It's trade. I'm not judging sure. one or the other. It's just very different. Mm-hmm. They're not expecting to have their medical services ten minutes away and not have to drive a half hour. Right. But here, that's that's. What we've always known. Yeah. I hear people complain about going, oh, that's all the way out north. I'm like, you can't. I, I, I do it myself, right? <laughs> Pan Express, that's like going to Champagne. Man, I, I, I don't even care 1%, not even 1%. It's such a small footprint, you know. It, it is, but we're gonna, all I'm saying is we're, you better be prepared to get used to it because this is the first domino. Mm-hmm. And... We have been telling you for two and a half, three years that COVID has accelerated things by a plus 10, 20. I mean, we don't even know the factor. Mm-hmm. And and what have we said from the very beginning? Healthcare, higher ed, mm-hmm. first things on the list. And everybody out there with your conspiracy theories about how these hospitals made all this money, they got killed during COVID. All their money makers were not I said, I mean, in electives. Anybody, if, you know? you, if you're out there thinking that, you just clearly do not know what you're talking about. And I've been told, and, and the same thing is going on over in Vermilion County in Danville, there's no hospital in Danville delivering babies. If you have a baby mm-hmm. in Danville, you are going to another city to have that baby. Wow. But they were losing $8,000 on delivery of a baby. Now, you can argue mathematics and how the stuff's set up and all that, and, and I probably wouldn't disagree with you that they have just inched into the future, right, on how to figure things out. But they're not cutting things that are profitable. Right. I mean, it doesn't even make any business sense. You know, it's Medicaid, it's you know, what the government will reimburse, what the insurance companies will reimburse. We grew up, when I I was a kid growing up, my dad worked at Caterpillar. They had, I mean, the Mercedes-Benz of insurance. You had zero to pay for. Co-pays didn't exist. Prescription drugs were 1,000% covered. I mean, those days are not ever coming back. I don't think. Not under the current... um... I don't, I don't think even under I mean, disruptors and people, you know, intervening and getting in the middle of this does not necessarily mean at the end of the day, you're going to go back to where you have way better care for way less money. I, I don't know. I, I see so many countries that have gone to that, uh, that, that have gone the way of healthcare being included or, or you know, as right. a- and, and, and Canada being one of them and look at the waiting list that people have to do anything serious and the people who have the wealth or the wherewithal come here to get it done. I'm, I'm not saying it's not without challenges or problems. I'm, I'm just saying I'm, I'm not willing to put it in a coffin and, and dump dirt on it. Well, I, I don't, if you want a national healthcare system, you can just look around the world. Yeah, there's pluses until you really need something and it's an emergency and it's life or death. I mean, but if you look here, there are people that are like, well, I just can't go. I don't have the money. That, I mean, is, that is, that is a reality for some people. It just is part of St. Mary's financial thing. I'm not saying it doesn't exist because they treat everyone. That's, no matter. You can walk into that emergency room today. 
today with no insurance, no government assistance, and you are not being turned away. I mean, it's not, I'm not making this up. I'm not saying that there are not cases and, and the one, and there are not programs or ways you can get help or, you know, financial assistance and all that. Why do you think Medicare exists? And Medicaid and all of the programs that are created by the government, the argument can be made that there's people, people who get squeezed the most in the system we live in are the people who aren't getting aid, that they have a job, but they've got higher deductibles and they've got, you know, out of pocket expense. It's not the poorest of the poor. The poorest of the poor have that. access to health care. I, I didn't say that at all. I mean, there, it, I mean, I'm actually even surprised the, the pushback on it. There are so many documented cases of people that are are not electing or able to go get the treatment that they need. And, and I mean, it, it's, it's not even like I, I don't know, but I, I don't know where you think that barrier exists. I, I mean, I don't know. In every scenario, sometimes it's uh, it, there's just scenarios where people can't get the help that they need. Their insurance won't cover it. That procedure is not covered in my plan. Um, you know, there's a seven month waiting list. We don't have the hospital. It's not. And you think in Canada that that I doesn't didn't say exist? That. Well, I, but you I said if we had that. a national health. No, care. you you said if you your statement was if you uh, something to the tune of you know if you think that's good, look around. There are, there are people with a big waiting list. As if the alternative, like we have some rock star healthcare plan here in the United States, not plan system. Like there aren't people that are just not getting the help they need here because we have such a better health care system. You have collectively. I'm not talking about any one I, institution. I, I, I don't think clear. that there's there's any doubt that our health care system is better than Canada's, which is the model that you're at least talking about. Uh, there is no doubt, because if you have that doubt, people who have the wherewithal will come here to get those procedures done. They're not, they had the money to pick the best healthcare system, and they're picking ours, not theirs. And the waiting list, there, there's what we have in this country more than anything is a gap between what is available to people and people availing themselves to that. That is the biggest gap we have in this country. There's not one person in this community that could not go to Richland Community College and start a career path at zero cost. But we don't do it. In some circumstances, because the knowledge isn't there, the ladder isn't there, whatever the barrier is to getting people to know that that's available. We, we how many times do we have this conversation on Thursdays about, you know, you literally, we've got every single way to get you into what you need for free. And yet there are still people that do not have jobs or do not have a, a ladder to the future. I think we have a gap in knowledge. And accessibility, and maybe the accessibility part could be worked on from the other side. I'm not suggesting it's all one way. But I don't think there's anybody in this community. People go to the emergency room for a headache with no insurance. It ends up costing the hospital. I mean, they they don't turn those people away. Now, is it perfect? No. I'm just The last half hour we've been talking about, it's not perfect at all. It's going to have to change. Reimbursements, insurance, the government, the big health system, all of that has to change. And we're going to go to more regionalized because regionalized will be more cost effective for everybody. But people aren't going to like it. And then there's problems with that. How, what if I don't have a car? What if I don't have the availability to drive to Springfield or, or have, you know, uh, transportation, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that will still come with that. I just, it's going to change, and it will probably change quicker than everybody thinks. And once the ball starts rolling, and it's going to be painful, and people are not going to like it, and, and all I can hope for is at the end of the day, it's more cost-effective, and it, and you still are able to access what you need to access as a human being, and it doesn't cost you more. But am I confident of that happening? No. <laughs> I mean, you got some big things in the, I mean, there's, it's not just like a small business that's got to like pivot to sort of stay alive and survive. They're very good at that. The systems in this country aren't good at it at all. Mm-mm. So I remember having this conversation with Ken Smith Meyer, like during the whole Affordable Health Care Act. And he was actually for most of what they were trying to do. 
I mean, as far as in the health system. I mean, he wasn't against Obamacare. But he was adamant that they were selling it to you with lies. I, I mean, you know, everything he told me has come true with what the consequences of that are. For just everyday folks. And when people got their paychecks and went, well, our insurance went up, I mean, all of that was sort of predicted. So anytime you change anything, it's going to have an impact on people, and they're not going to like it, particularly when you take services away where I can't park at the front door. And that's not a very realistic complaint. I mean, do you you realize one of the biggest factors to the opioid crisis, and by the way, that documentary is on CNN this weekend, Sunday night, I think. That's a terrible night to put it on because I got all that other stuff to watch, but I'm going to watch that. One of the biggest factors in the opioid breakout in this country was the government compensation to hospitals about what, how patients declared their threshold of pain. The little chart. You are a one to 10, you know, how much pain are you enduring? And they started handing that stuff out like candy. Because if they ranked low in threshold of pain, they didn't get funded fully. Think about that. I mean, that seems incredibly silly, right? Or a naive way to sort of, how are you going to like go let a patient declare what their pain threshold is in a surgery and a procedure with experts and you're going to decide to let them with a clipboard decide whether you fully fund this? But that happened. So if you're a health system and your patients are giving you a four out of ten, because sometimes you just hurt after you've had a surgery, uh, what are you going to do if they only give you 40% of reimbursement? What are you going to do? Alleviate that pain. That was a big part of the opioid crisis or the beginning of it. And that's just like one example of how the system doesn't work. And that really, I mean, the hospital can decide whether or not, or the doctor can decide whether or not they prescribe you that medication. But if that's the way the government's deciding on how to reimburse or not reimburse, that's completely screwed up. And in fairness, at the time, the doctors weren't trained on fentanyl and opiate. I I mean, you you know, I don't think they had any idea that the pharmaceutical companies were lying through the teeth and cheating on everything. And I think they thought it was good paid management. I mean, it's like they were starting pill mills. I mean, there's stuff that was clearly, you know, what is that called? What is what called? That documentary, this, is it Pain in America or American Pain? Uh, I just remember you, I think I said it on my DVR. <sighs> Did you? Mm-hmm. I saw the ad for it last night. Uh, yes, it's called American Pain. It's Darren Foster's documentary about these two twin brothers and what they did down in Florida and the millions and millions of dollars they made off other people's suffering. All right. That was a little deep. Let's go. We'll do topper when we get back here. And uh, Dale Coley will join us a little later today. And then Natalie is going to be in from the community foundation. Another big announcement that you'll hear here first. There's a press conference at 10. Nice. But you're going to get the info at eight because that's what we do for free. We give you the news two hours ahead of time. We'll take a break. Back with more right after this. Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake Apalooza LLC, and Newhoff Media. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. At Busey Bank, we're proud to serve our local community through financial guidance and community investment. Offering sound advice and actionable insight, Busey builds financial strength, supports homeownership dreams, and offers customized lending strategies, connecting with our neighbors to build stronger communities. UC Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. 
When you need your car towed, when you need your car repaired, when you need new or used tires, Shame Your Thumb Green Switch Road Indicator is your one-stop shop. When you need repairs, towing, or tires on your fleet, you can count on Shaner's on Green Switch Road Indicator. For complete professional towing, auto repairs, and a great selection of new and used tires, you can depend on Shaner's at 3696 Green Switch Road Indicator. Tell them Shaner's sent ya. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today's going to be sunny with a high near 22, wind chill values as low as negative 5. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 30, wind chill values down around 4. And Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 6 degrees. Your WSOI time is 735. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with the Illini. Well, they are back at home tonight uh, hosting Nebraska at the State Farm Center. Illinois beat Nebraska 76-50 in Lincoln on January the 10th, and that seems to have put Nebraska in a bit of a tailspin. They have lost five of their six games since then, and all five of those losses have been by double digits. Um, They suffered a pair of season-ending injuries that really messed with their lineup. Um, And in that first meeting, Terrence Shannon scored 25 for Illinois, and Nebraska's best player, Derek Walker, got into foul trouble early and really never got going. Uh, Brad Underwood's lineup tweak, uh, in which he moved freshman Jaden Epps into the starting lineup uh, as the point guard, has gone really well. Uh, Jaden Epps gives Illinois more offensive punch, and he's done a very good job limiting turnovers. That was the worry because um, he hadn't played that position before. True freshman point guards in the Big Ten uh, sometimes tend to throw the ball all over the place and he has not done that um and um and we've learned that two or three or four times a game Jaden Epps is going to score with that swooping reaching layup move that uh teams can't quite figure out I can't figure it out either um but it's been effective for him so I mean Illinois should win handily tonight uh, they are favored by 14 uh, if they do win, they will be 16 and six overall, and seven and four in the Big Ten, and this would be their seventh win in eight tries. And it would set up a much bigger challenge on Saturday afternoon when they go to Iowa. Iowa's been kind of all over the board. Um, they can be explosive offensively. They scored 93 in their last game against Rutgers, and like all teams, they are better at home. So that's this week's workload for the Illini. Win at home tonight against Nebraska and then win in Iowa City on Saturday. It's a 6 o'clock tip tonight. Big Ten Network. We're listening to it right here on WSOY. All right. We'll do a little Illini football and NFL on the other side of the break. This look at Topper on Sports brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, this is Dale Coley from Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Let me tell you about my friends at First National Bank. Reliable customer service with a personal touch is important for my stores, and the team at FMB has been amazing. They helped us get set up with the types of financial accounts that we need to make sure we are always taken care of with our service providers, payment gateways, vendors, and our very valued customers. They're always available to me with two convenient locations in Decatur. Thanks, FNB. Member FDIC. Back here with uh, Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, more line uh, Brett Bielma has filled out his Illinois football coaching staff after losing three coaches to Purdue, <clears throat> and that included Ryan Walters, his former defensive coordinator who was hired as Purdue's new head coach. Uh, the most recent additions are Charlie Bowen, who becomes the outside linebackers coach and pass rush coordinator, and Thad Ward, who will coach the running backs, a job he held at Illinois from 2016 through 2018. Uh, Charlie Bullen coached for 11 years in the NFL. The last four is outside linebackers coach for the Arizona Cardinals. He is an Illinois native. 
with experience in the Big Ten. And Thad Ward was a uh, good recruiter when he was here uh, the last time. A lot of experience recruiting in the state of Illinois and in Florida. Um, And most recently, he was the wide receivers coach at Kansas State. So they are ready to go uh, with Aaron Henry previously promoted to Ryan Walter's role as defensive coordinator. Uh, hey, it turns out that elbow injury to San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy uh, was pretty serious. He tore his ulnar collateral ligament, which is a six-month recovery. Um, that would push him right up to the start of training camp, but it could be longer if, as they continue to reevaluate this and explore what surgical options might be there, if they determine he needs Tommy John surgery, which hasn't been ruled out, that is a year of recovery. So, I mean, there are so many teams with quarterback uncertainties. If you include the Packers and the Bucks, I mean, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? What's Tom Brady going to do? Who are they going to do it for? Um, just a lot of questions. The Senior Bowl is this week, then the Combine, and then, of course, the NFL Draft in April. So, uh, you know, the Brock Purdy thing could make San Francisco rethink their quarterback situation, too. Very interesting. All right, Mark. Have a great day. We'll check in with you first thing tomorrow morning. Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. So much for those people who are saying, hey, tough it out. Yeah, that's a pretty significant injury. Yeah, I mean, when you can't hold the football, ah, suck it up. That kid looks 12 years old. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. All right. Dale Coley joins us on the other side of the break. Coming up a little later today, big announcement at 8 o'clock with the Community Foundation, uh, with uh, Natalie and crew, uh, all of that straight ahead. Don't go anywhere. Check out the Sports Hub at NowDecatur.com. Get the latest news from the St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, Fighting Illini, Chicago Bears, and Fox Sports. Download St. Teresa and High School football and basketball. Play-by-play podcasts are also available, plus fantasy football and Fighting Illini insider podcasts, too. The Sports Hub, only on NowDecatur.com. NowDecatur.com, your single source for everything Decatur. We are family. Shoots a three and a oh, He's got it. Join the everyday guys as the Illini look for another conference title. Alley-oop for the slam. That's again. Be a part of the Illini journey right here on your home for fighting Illini basketball. The Illini take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers from Champaign. This evening, 6 o'clock on WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, com. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Back here on a Tuesday, tonight at 5 o'clock, you can hear uh, Pharmacy Facts with Friends. Dale Coley joins us each and every uh, Tuesday morning to give a preview of what you can hear tonight. And uh, you guys have some new hours. Yes, we do. On uh, Starting this Saturday, we're going to be closing the uh, Coley's Corner Drug Store up at Forsyth on Saturdays. We will still be taking care of the the, uh, the customers through our uh, technology and through, through the ability of what we have down at Dale Southlake Pharmacy. We'll still be open 830 to 1 there. Customers can call down there and we can take care of every need that they have. We'll still do deliveries uh, for uh, across the, uh, the city on Saturday. Go north, south, east, and west, and we'll be able to take care of the customers that way. So a little bit of a uh, because we do so much assisted living and nursing home and special packaging up there, uh, we have very very few uh, regular customers coming in on on Saturdays. So we thought we'd uh, try to make it a little little smoother for the staff and uh, take care of the people that way. Okay, so and the technology as such, Nick and I have been having this conversation all day. Uh, if I call the, the store out north on Saturday, I get rerouted to the mm-hmm. South Shore store and they can re, like refill my prescription for Monday pickup and all that. Pick up there or yeah. pick up on Monday or we can deliver it on Saturday if you need it on Saturday. We'll all right, well, it's constantly evolving. It is. It, it's a, it's, it's a lesson in, uh, how to do things uh, smarter, better, and, and hopefully uh, just as well. All right. Uh, so tonight, uh, guest. We are going to have, uh, tonight we're going to have uh, Zach Murphy, who is going to be um, there from uh, 5 to 5.30. He's going to be talking about the uh, um, how what we're doing with the uh, our prescription program with the uh, 
Dale Southlake Pharmacy. There's a lot of people that need some extra help and things like this. He's involved with the Catholic Charities, and so we're going to be doing that and, and talking to him about that this evening. Uh, we're also going to have a um, uh, an individual from the uh, Catholic Charities who's in charge of this, and they have a, a big function coming up on the uh, uh, end of uh, February. It's going to be their Mardi Gras program, and she's going to be talking to us about that uh, that program. It's uh, going to be a, a, a great in, inspirational deal because Catholic Charities does so much for this community. Not only do they do things for, for the prescription uh, payments for a lot of people that couldn't afford to get their medication if it wasn't for uh, for that type of deal, it's also a, a way that uh, they give back to the community in such a great way. So this is one of their major fundraisers on on uh, the Mardi Gras. So we'll have them on here at five five to five thirty. Then we'll have Tom Brinkotter. Oh, all right. Well, about. hang on one second. You said that this is the new executive director, right? Yeah. New executive. So because Marie was there for you know. A long time. Yes, I, I wouldn't even be able to put a number on it. I mean, you know, really may have the record uh, uh, for a long time. Uh, so Amanda Hahn, she was formerly the director of the Mattoon Catholic Charity. Absolutely. Okay, well, yeah. we welcome her to the community. That'll be fun. She'll be, she'll be, uh, she'll be getting the first conversation. I think uh, Lauren is on the Catholic Charities board, and, and uh, so she, she knows about this. And we'll we'll talk to her and, and uh, highlight a lot of the things Catholic Charities does. And you're so right, uh, Marie. Rademacher was the the prima donna of the Catholic Charities for years and, oh, she and did so much for yeah. this community. So we're very, very fortunate to have her uh, to, to, to speak to us uh, about different things. But we, New blood. Uh, It'll be fun to listen to. All right, Tom Brinkhouse is coming in, and uh, I, I know they've got this, this staging consultation service. Uh, you know, they... Uh, Tom will be with us, uh, first Friday. You know, we're doing the brink kind of thing a little different. Still every Friday we got a home highlight and then right. he's going to give us an update. But people don't understand how important staging is. People walk into an empty house and they, they, some, some people, some people can see it, you, you know, a lot of people can't, you, you know, I mean, and, and the way you make it look really for a seller, uh, can make a big difference. There, there's a, a lot of nuances that go in. We, we did this a few years ago. We sold our house. And uh, it was really important the, the the way the the initial look of the house and all the different positives that you can focus on and things like this. And if you get someone with a trained eye to do that and kind of help you get things ready, it'll make a huge difference in in uh, in how smoothly your the sale of your property goes. All right, and then also very specifically, uh, they're looking for additional homes in Moroa Forsyth uh, School District. They currently have four at four. Active listings on com, but they've got interested buyers. Now, I'm assuming some of these interested buyers are people who come to work for Rivian and other places that want to live out north but maybe drive to Bloomington for work every week. That would probably be a great, just, great place. I know there's a lot of that, that interest. <laughs> there's a huge interest for that going in that direction there. So we're very, very fortunate to have Tom come in and talk about uh, that. And it, he enhances the the sale so so easily by having the right people in the right place to talk about things. Well, you know, Nick and I have, have had this this conversation all day uh, about technology and and all of that. And and there's a lot of things that have to change. I mean, there just are. I mean, and we saw with St. Mary's this last week, kind of the first domino, right sizing healthcare. Yep. We we are we're Midwestern people who think we want to park right next to the front door. You know, <laughs> and it when helps thirty minutes down the way. But I will tell you the way you guys run your business, the way Tom runs his business, um, the, the customer service side of things, the being there for the whole kind of walk through is still very, very, very important to people. And I think um, sets you apart from somebody who can just deliver technology. Well, and, and, and I'm a touchy-feely type of guy, and I can look at the we all know pictures, that about you. <laughs> the, the pictures that you, you see on, on, on the videos and stuff like this. But I really like to get in there and, and see what's going on. And, and, and Tom is exactly right. This makes a huge difference about what's going to happen and, and how smoothly he can get that uh, the sale of your property. And he, he took care of so many people the last uh, few years, and, and I'm telling you right now, he makes it very, very easy to uh, to get into a new home and to get uh, your home sold. From soup to nuts, like all the all way through, the way for through. sure. Uh, all right, so big plans for the 20th anniversary next year? 
we're, we're getting them lined up. Yes, we are. It, uh, there, there's going to be some some uh, some real unique things that the Lauren's uh, in, getting set in place. We're going to have some. We're actually going to have some some uh, some people from uh, the the uh, state of Illinois come over and and uh, and and highlight a few of the different. Uh, programs that are going on that we do going to have a lot of the programs that we do especially at crossing and things like this so we're we're really uh we're really excited about uh, about this who knew that uh we'd be, ever be around 20 years later when we I knew. <laughs> I decided to do this because Eric was going to pharmacy school, so it worked out very, very well. And this this community has really blessed our family uh, in, in such a way that I, I could never imagine. All right. Well, it is uh, once again uh, looking at some new Saturday uh, hours, uh, but services are still there. Uh, the crossing um, store, you know, unless you go to that facility, most people probably have no awareness that you guys are in there. Any idea how many people you serve uh, in that community? Oh, there! It used to be we're looking at twelve thousand. Now it's 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 up in almost thirty thousand. Really, they get served in there, and it and it's it's a very easy access from that perspective. It used to be what was considered to you didn't want to go there because you didn't, you might have had uh, in the, the caregivers that you didn't know and things like this. It is state of the art right now, <laughs> and it is probably. One of the premier places in central Illinois to go to get health care. Yeah, I completely it, it, agree with that. For is, sure. Uh, and Tanya's doing an amazing job. You know, had a great mentor with Joe Schroten and, and the board that she put together there. And I'm telling you, it, it it's really a highlight. All right. Tonight, you can find out all about the new Catholic Charities Executive Director and the event they have coming up. Plus, Tom Brinkotter will be joining the crew. Give you a little full service uh, on the. Uh, they're looking for people out north. I know no one wants to move in January, but if there's demand, and that means you make more. And everybody's welcome. Right? <laughs> everybody's welcome. All right, Dale. We appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll Thank see you tonight at 5 o'clock. Dale you. Coley. And uh, you can listen to it this evening. And if you're not able to join them live, you can always check out the podcast at nowdecator.com. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today is going to be sunny with a high near 22, wind chill values as low as negative 5. For tonight, partly cloudy, low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 30, wind chill values down at, at 4. For Thursday, mostly sunny with a high of 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur sits at 7 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.52. This look at your weather brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Call Shaner at 217-875-2200. When you need your car towed, when you need your car repaired, when you need new or used tires, Shaner's on Green Switch Road Indicator is your one-stop shop. When you need repairs, towing, or tires on your fleet, you can count on Shaner's on Green Switch Road Indicator. For complete professional towing, auto repairs, and a great selection of new and used tires, you can depend on Shaner's at 3696 Green Switch Road in Decatur. Tell them Shaner's sent ya. Basement with a Y. That's basement E. It's basement T. Basement E. It's basement T. Oh, basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement T experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry out that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to woodsbasementsystems.com. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. I have a hard time with the hair bands. It's not hair. Well, I guess they're technically. What is it? It's Queen. This is Queen? Yeah. They had the hair. At certain points. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I'm a fan of Queen, but not a real big fanboy. Like, I can't go deep. This is I Want It All. I Want It All. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, I, I don't listen to a lot of it. I mean, I, I 
liked the movie and yeah. the reminisce and the, the Live Aid concert was great. I wouldn't call myself a huge Queen fan, though. Interesting. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not know. a hater. Yeah. Just I don't go very deep on their catalog. But I, I remember that song. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, coming up, the uh, Community Foundation. Uh, Natalie will join us alongside um, Mary Garrison from uh, Heritage, uh, uh, and we'll announce a big story that will be officially announced at uh, 10 a.m. this morning with a press conference, but you're going to get it a couple hours early. Nice. That's what we're all about. Yep. Everybody yep. else seems to be going like, we'll give you this stuff two days later. We're going to give you two hours early. Let's go for it. Yep. That coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, really interesting thing. Um, I was watching. Did you watch Hunters? The the With original Al Pacino. Yes. Yeah. Season two is out, yeah. and it's the final season. And I've watched seven episodes, so I'm at the last final episode uh, that I'll watch to find out how they wrap it all up. That is a really entertaining show. I enjoyed the first season. And then I wonder though, is it okay to be entertaining? about the subject matter. I mean, this isn't the first. This has been, you know, Inglorious Bastards. I mean, there's been, I could give you an entire litany of books, comic books, movies, TV shows based on Nazis and World War II. And, but this is kind of messing with history, meaning they give you the Hitler's still alive. And, oh, oops, I just, come on, that, that was three years ago the first season came out. Right. So... It's entertaining, but then I kind of thought, is it tacky? I don't, I don't. Given know. the subject matter, if, if, if six million people were, you know, murdered and baked in ovens, and one of the most horrific things in the history of human beings, it, I, I, I just, it was a passing thought, not anything. I'm like, you know, not going to watch the last episode. I just kind of thought, is this kind of tacky? It's a good question. You know, when you when you watch things, most of the the fictional fictional stuff that's out there, even the real stuff that we're being consumed, are you know playing on the weaknesses or the fallacies of people or the, or the yeah. But this is taking history and rewriting it in a different way. And, yeah. and, and you know, I mean, not making him a good guy or something. Right. But I'm but I'm saying, is it too close to home when historically we know the crimes against mankind? I mean, like to make that entertaining. It's just a passing thought. It is an interesting thing to maybe even discuss. Like someday we'll and, – and here's why it's hard for most people. Like I wasn't alive for this. Right. You know, and I grew up probably with more knowledge about what happened in Nazi Germany than maybe kids do today because it's so far removed from yeah. them in history. Will someday, 20, 30 years from now, will they do this with 9-11 and people are okay with it? I feel like the closer you are to it, the more touchy it is. Yeah, probably. That's just human nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and we can we can go willy-nilly with the pyramids and the and the Vikings and all that. I mean, we have we have made oh, yeah, that thing all way, the way up. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. But but when you're talking about, and I don't even make like making a movie about like uh, a true thing that happened in World War II. Right. I'm talking about just taking history and altering it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to bother okay. me. Okay. But I've not put any thought into it either. It was just a fleeting, like I said, just I, I thought it was interesting that that occurred to me. Mm -hmm. And then is it occurring to me because I'm just overthinking it or did it occur to me because there's anything behind that? Right. And I'm also not Jewish. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how that plays. You know, that that is a significant, you can't even state the significance to, to what it means to Jewish people about never again, you right. know, and the horror of that and, and all of that. Uh, and, and then it's weird. Cause like you, you kind of think now would Hitler still be alive in the seventies? You go, yeah, that was 30 years later. Right. It's entertaining though. I, I mean, it's well done. Mm -hmm. It's like episode seven without giving anything away, just completely got away. I mean, I'm, I'm like, what is this? And then I just got intrigued. I mean, it was like a standalone episode that ended up at the end knowing why it was important, but oh. the entire hour you're watching and go, what the hell is this? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's brave. Mm -hmm. It's right. also what I like about entertainment today. They don't have to do this formulaic thing that everybody expects the way Hollywood was forever. If you uh, want to see it, if you watch season one, it really does reinforce season one because it's told on two different timelines. It's really good. It's on Amazon. We'll take a break for Top of the Hour News. Stay tuned. Car. 
Home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Here's something that'll make some of you feel old. The Illinois State Museum has opened an exhibit that will shine a spotlight on Generation X. The exhibit explores the toys, technologies, and cultural touchstones surrounding Gen Xers in their childhood. Museum officials say visitors will see items familiar to anyone who grew up in the 70s and 80s, like phones with cords, cassette players, Teddy Ruxpin, and parachute pants. Visitors will also learn what it was like to grow up in the shadow of Vietnam, the Cold War, and the war on drugs. The Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater has announced Andy Grammer will be coming on July 28th. The show will... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.